0: Welcome to Elliot's PT Podcast. I'm here to help you find your balance and live your best life guilt-free. I don't believe there is a one-size-fits-all approach for health and fitness. We're all different and we need to find out what works for us. I'm passionate about helping people make realistic, long-term lifestyle changes that they will stick to and they will take with them forever. I don't believe in crazy diets or short-term fixes. We all need to live and find a perfect balance in diet and exercise that suits our individual needs. I want to help you find your exercise mojo, feel great and achieve wonderful things. Here is Elliot's PT Podcast by Renee Elliot. Hello, hello and welcome back. Today I wanted to have a chat about how I recovered after my pregnancy. So or pregnancies so after um, I see a lot of mums who have their babies and they then you know like all the care is for the mum when they're in the hospital or leading up so when they're pregnant and then they have the baby and then the tra- the care transfers onto the baby and then there's no care for the mum and I find lots of mums with even older kids that they uh, didn't know the things that would have been good for them to do they didn't know um, you know how to look after themselves or they've just put themselves last because they now had this little baby that they had to look after and it's all very daunting and then I see lots of mums that just ignore certain signs that their body are giving them Uh, they ignore certain pains or they think that there's things that happened um, that oh well I've had a baby so that means that you know here are the misconceptions I've had a baby so um, it's okay that I wet myself or anything like that so I just want to thought it would be good to go through the things that I do and the things that I recommend to uh, anyone uh, anyone that does my classes or um, of the things that they should do especially when they're recovering from 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 pregnancy so I was active throughout my whole pregnancy I exercise is a massive part of my life and uh, it makes me feel good and uh, my main motivator around exercising is being fit and healthy so that I can live my best life, I can age as well as I can and I feel that the stronger and the fitter I am will help me with that. So I exercised all my way through pregnancy and um, I had to tailor my exercise to you know, adjust it as I went along but I was really conscious of um, working on my back. Uh, Because I find lots of mums, you know, like lots of you, you're hunched over, you're bending over, you're in that position to feed and all those other things. So I worked on uh, keeping my back nice and strong, working on my posture, uh, working on my glutes because they are a lazy, lazy muscle, and the first thing that they do if they switch off, um, they they tend to switch off. So. Uh, I worked on them and, um, you know, I, I worked on my core and everything else while while I was pregnant. So I stayed as active as I could. I had my baby. I'm going to probably more talk about my second birth. So I had my birth and then I came home and then I, you know, wanted to... Running was something that was massive for me and running uh, is something I really, really enjoy. And it's a huge... Uh, it's it's my real... Uh, it's really for my head. It's my stress relief. So I wanted to get back into running, but I knew obviously I had to wait uh, you know they say six weeks until you know you get the clearance from the doctor and then moving moving forward then but you know really it's it's listening to your body six weeks is sometimes not long enough sometimes you need longer so you just and there's no rush back um but it just depends on what works for you so um i you know i i really wanted to be able to i was really looking forward to being able to run again so i was really that was something that I really wanted to get back into uh, but I knew I had to do the right things first so the first few weeks I um, I just focused on breathing, I focused on um, breathing, uh, activating my core and just doing small gentle things working on my posture, how I stood, how I walked around and I did some stretching so that's the most things, the main things that I did in the first six weeks after birth and um, you know it was all, you know, I had a pretty chilled out baby, but it was still learning a new thing. And I had an older, you know, my there's four years difference between my kids. Um, So I had him to make sure he was okay too. So then after, um, I also had stitches. So I had to make sure that they were okay. And, you know, there was just things that, you know, I, I wanted to do, but I knew it wasn't right. I knew I wasn't ready. So for me, um, that was fine once you got I got a checkup after six weeks and then um, I knew I knew yeah I knew I had to work on my main focus was on my core and rebuilding that core strength because my it is the foundation so when we work on the inside and we work from the inside out everything then easily falls into place but I see lots of people that miss this step because it might be slower more boring stuff You can't do those big explosive jumps or those big things lifting heavy weights that some people like to do but unless you have the foundations right you can't you can't be as strong in those other things so that's why you need to get those things right i see lots of mums you know that with you know they've got back pain they've got you know um injuries they've got other stuff and you know maybe if they spent they spent that time just working on their core and getting that stuff right first especially after birth um, those injuries could have been prevented the key the key with rebuilding your core strength is consistency and it is doing something every night so every night in front of the TV I would wait till the kids you know got them both in bed and then I would do something and depending on how I felt as to how long I did something so I might spend five minutes I might do 15 minutes, I could do 20 minutes, I could do longer, just depending on how I felt, And that did vary every night, but I knew that I had to do something. And it. I continually did something every night until I felt that I was strong enough, until I felt that I knew that I could do the other things, you know, the things that I wanted to, to do. And I knew that I had that strength back. And it it didn't happen overnight. It would have taken over, I think, over six months, you know, if, if not more. Um, but it was it was every night and you know and that's why I say to I you know I say to everybody that you know you've just got to do something every night and you know but if you've got like sciatica back pain you know um, all these other things you know like you, you just you just need to stop and spend the time and get the foundations right first so I yeah so I did my workouts I did every night something in front of the TV. I also, um, you know, for what worked in with my lifestyle, I knew that I could do some things when my kids were sleeping. So um, I really wanted a routine for the kids. So I'm a routine person and my kids seem to strive, uh, you know, they seem to thrive more on a routine. So I set, I had them in a routine and I knew that when they, they did a work, when they, to sleep I could maybe do something for myself so you know I was never last not perfect but there was times that you know they would fall asleep and you would clean the kitchen you'd maybe have something to eat and you would do something in the next minute they're awake so I was like okay I'm going to As soon as they go to sleep I'm gonna to try to do something and whether I did 15 minutes or 20 minutes you know half an hour that's generally no more than half an hour because I had other things to do but it still I felt I knew that half an hour I could get a good amount of exercise in and and then I could still get on with the rest of the things but I found that I needed to do it as soon as they went to bed because um, if I started doing other stuff I just got you know distracted or um, and it never happened. So, so that's what I so that's what I did until I knew that I felt strong enough. I also did yoga daily, so I did yoga at home daily, and I would actually get up. I would start my day with yoga. It's a really lovely start to your day. I would get up uh, early um, before before I was breastfeeding. So before Charlie, I knew the time she was kind of waking up for feeding. So I would get up before then. So then I could do some yoga, Uh, yoga, the stretching. And um, through that time was the time that I really learnt to relax. So when I Used to do yoga, I would just lay there at the end and I would always be like, I could never really fully switch off. And I would always be laying there going, hurry up, come on, come on, let's get this done. I've got this to do, that to do. But I finally taught through that time, um, again, and through doing it every day, I finally learned to switch my mind off. And then at the, at the end, you know, when you're doing this fastener at the end, I actually started to look forward to that part and I actually started to be like, I can't wait. The relaxing part at the end because I actually started to enjoy it. So instead of being there like, oh, hurry up, come on, let's get this done, come on, come on, come on, I've got to do this, I actually started to really relax and love it. And now I can I can definitely relax and when we do it, and I can even sometimes get really close to falling asleep. So I I love it. But it did yeah, it took me that time to took me a a while to learn to switch off. And um, but I did yoga every day. So that's that's the things that I did and um it was working on my transverse abs so having to work from the inside out i was lucky enough i only had um like a very small separation but i was very conscious of it while i was pregnant so um there is things that you know the The shorter you are you tend to to maybe have um, you've more chance of separation because you don't have as much room in your torso Um, so I'm quite tall so you know I did only have a couple of finger separation and I was able to bring bridge that gap in pretty quick Um, you know but again I was conscious of it but I have mums in my class that are in their 50s and they weren't aware of it and they haven't had it looked at before and you know they've had Um, they've had separations and but we still have been able to bring that back in so it's never too late no matter what age you are no matter what ages your kids are if you have those types of you know if you have a tummy separation if you have anything like that um, it's never too late those things can all be fixed so um, the next thing that I had to work on or during pregnant while I was recovering from pregnancy I had to work on was my pelvic floor so I um, was wetting myself and um, as I said before running it was a really big thing I wanted to get into and I, I was so <laughs> couldn't wait to to get back to running and the first time I ran I fully wet myself and um, and I was like oh maybe I just because I had some water and then I tried again and I wet myself and I was in a bit of denial but I was like damn it because I knew what it meant I knew it meant that I couldn't run when I really wanted to and I knew that it meant that um know i had to i had to step it back again but i did i went to the physio and um i had went to the physio and i had to get my pelvic floor checked so after birth this is what i recommend everyone to do so i recommend um you to ask either while you are while you are pregnant to uh, get your pelvic floor checked uh or to Um, to get it checked after and it doesn't matter how many births you have or what type of birth you have you still have got pressure in that area so I um, yeah, so I had went to the physio and my pelvic floor was actually too tight so I had to learn so my pelvic floor was so tight that it wasn't switching on so I had to learn to relax so I had to learn to relax and to release the pelvic force, and so then it could it could start switching on. And I had to learn to tummy breathe. So, um, and again, with that, it was consistency. So doing doing exercises every day to work on that, and it probably took me nine months to a year before I could run properly again. And I was a bit and I was a bit devastated at first because I was so looking forward to running, but I just changed my headset and I channeled my energy onto something else. So I, yes, I couldn't run, but it didn't mean my world was over. It just meant I had there was other exercises that I could do that I could do until this area was strong enough. And now, you know, my youngest is is three and a half and I could run every day and I have no problems with it I have no pelvic floor issues because I spent the time to work it out so I see lots of mums that it's either something that's not talked about they you know have issues and they don't want to say anything or they just think it's normal that they could leak but all of that stuff it can all be fixed and I recommend go and get yourself checked out and um even if you think you don't have a problem you know it is really worth after you have your babies just to go you know I've had people that said no no I think I'm fine I said just go get it checked you know you had three four kids really close together you know your pelvic floor might not be And they've they've had it checked and they didn't even you know I guess they got so used to living with it they didn't realize um, that she had pelvic floor issues and she was able to see the physio do the right exercises and Um, now it's recovered so if anybody is is anybody's pregnant if anybody is a new mum or if anybody even has older kids even if you have a twinge it's of any pelvic floor issues go and get it checked out because it can all be sorted and don't ignore it because it will only become a bigger problem later on when you might need to spend you know I just spend nine months working on it you know, nine months working on my pelvic floor and now I have no issues so what's that little bit of time it doesn't mean that you can't exercise it means that uh, there are a lot there are other alternative exercises that you can do that are safe for you while you're in that period of recovery and you know that that nine months in the whole scheme of your life is really nothing and um, I spent that time I can now run I men I didn't run yes that's totally fine but I can now run with no issues And I can do everything, if not more than what I could do before I was pregnant. And, um, I'm fitter and stronger than I've ever been. And I have, I have no issues. So being pregnant or any of that hasn't held me back. So I, I don't want to hear people saying, Oh, well, I've been pregnant. So I can't, I've had kids, so I can't do that anymore. Oh, you can totally do anything you want. Having children doesn't mean that you, um, can't exercise as well. It doesn't mean that you can't be as strong as possible. It's um, having being pregnant, and that is is a um, is a journey. But you know, after after pregnancy, you know, you can you spend the time, you can get, and you can be stronger than you were. I'm stronger now than what I was before I had my first child, and you could be exactly the same. So spend the time. You know, if you have if you have back, I find I tend to find uh, you know lots of people especially when you've got you've got babies or little kids we spend a lot of time hunched over the other hunched over feeding you're hunched over to pick them up you're hunching over to put them into a cart or and you put them in the pram any of that stuff you are hunched over a lot so we want to think about how how we stand our posture keep the shoulders back you want to think about that stuff you want to stretch so when I've fed I tagged stretching with feeding so when I fed because um, you know sometimes you're in an awkward position I would do a little few stretches after for my back and my shoulders I would do a little few stretches after I did a feed and then you know be able to move on and if I compare my first child to my second child I didn't stretch with Cooper but I stretched with Charlie and I didn't and I did get a little bit of back pain with Cooper but again because I stretched after I fed I tagged just a little bit of stretching with um with feeding and I didn't have any pain at all with Charlie and I understand in not every day is perfect and not everything can run as smoothly but you just do what you can and if you have it in the back of the mind oh if you walk past the sink oh I might just grab onto the sink and reach back and I can stretch between my shoulder blades you know oh I walk past the door I might just put my arm up and lean lean forward and that's going to stretch between my chest muscles so um, there's lots of little things that you can do around the house that aren't going to take over your whole life and um, you know and you know you can find um, if you add in little bits they all still add up so research also shows that if you do a half an hour workout and if you did a 5 minute workout 6 times a day you actually get can get the same results so if you don't have that you can't find that you can make that half an hour you can you can you know put little bits throughout your day and you'll still get a result by moving more by by stretching by doing that stuff you're still going to be able to working on and rec- working on your recovery and getting as strong as possible so the thing the thing that I just try to stress to everybody, it is just doing it. Getting down and doing something every day. So doing, for, working on the core first and getting those foundations right. We all want to jump forward because we all remember where we were before we were pregnant or before, where we were before and we want to get back there. But you've got to remember you've spent nine months carrying this baby. You've spent nine months, you know, um, You know building up to this that you're not going to recover in the day and you're not going to get back to there but if you spend the time and get the foundations right first you will become stronger than ever you will become stronger than what you were before you were pregnant and then if you are looking to have any more kids you'll be stronger for pregnancy number two and then you know the right things to do so if you are looking for any exercises that would help send me a message and I can help you out with that but yeah, just spend every day doing something, you you will notice a massive difference for it. Okay, if you have any questions, let me know. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Elliot's PT podcast. I hope we've been able to find this information of use to you. If you know someone who might be, enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and ensure that you subscribe so you can be the first to know when new podcasts are released. If you have the time to leave a five-star review, that would be amazing and it would be greatly appreciated. If you do so, please screenshot and share onto any of our socials and tag us. Then email the screenshot to hello at elliotspt.com and we will send you a free gift to your inbox. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. Speak soon.